Day 5 of the Novena to Our Lady With quotes from John Paul II's encyclical Redemptoris Martyr Linking itself with tradition, the Second Vatican Council brought new light to bear on the role of the Mother of Christ in the life of the Church. Through the gift of divine motherhood, Mary is united with her son the Redeemer and with his singular graces and offices. By these, the Blessed Virgin is also intimately united with the Church. The Mother of God is a figure of the Church in the matter of faith, charity and perfect union with Christ. We have already noted how, from the beginning, Mary remains with the Apostles in expectation of Pentecost and how, as the Blessed One who believed, she is present in the midst of the Pilgrim Church from generation to generation through faith and as the model of the hope which does not disappoint. Mary believed in the fulfilment of what had been said to her by the Lord. As Virgin, she believed that she would conceive and bear a son, the Holy One, who bears the name of Son of God, the name Jesus, God who saves. As handmaid of the Lord, she remained in perfect fidelity to the person and mission of this Son. As mother, believing and obeying, she brought forth on earth the Father's Son. This she did, knowing not man, but overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. For these reasons, Mary is honoured in the Church with special reverence. Indeed, from most ancient times, the Blessed Virgin Mary has been venerated under the title of God-bearer. In all perils and needs, the faithful have fled prayerfully to her protection. This cult is altogether special. It bears in itself and expresses the profound link which exists between the Mother of Christ and the Church. As Virgin and Mother, Mary remains for the Church, a permanent model. It can therefore be said that especially under this aspect, namely as a model, or rather as a figure, Mary, present in the mystery of Christ, remains constantly present also in the mystery of the Church. For the Church too is called Mother and Virgin, and these names have a profound biblical and theological justification. The Church becomes herself a mother, by accepting God's word with fidelity. Like Mary, who first believed by accepting the word of God revealed to her at the Annunciation and by remaining faithful to that word in all her trials, even unto the cross, so too the Church becomes the mother when, accepting with fidelity the word of God, by her preaching and by baptism, she brings forth to a new and immortal life children who are conceived of the Holy Spirit and born of God. This maternal characteristic of the Church was expressed in a particularly vivid way by the Apostle to the Gentiles when he wrote, My children, with whom I am again in travail, until Christ be formed in you. These words of St. Paul contain an interesting sign of the early Church's awareness of her own motherhood linked to her apostolic service to mankind. This awareness enabled and still enables the Church to see the mystery of her life and mission 
modelled upon the example of the mother of the son, who was the firstborn among many brethren. It can be said that from Mary, the Church also learns her own motherhood. She recognises the maternal dimension of her vocation, which is essentially bound to her sacramental nature, in contemplating Mary's mysterious sanctity, imitating her charity, and faithfully fulfilling the Father's will. If the Church is the sign and instrument of intimate union with God, she is so by reason of her motherhood, because, receiving life from the Spirit, she generates sons and daughters of the human race to a new life in Christ. For just as Mary is at the service of the mystery of the Incarnation, so the Church is always at the service of the mystery of adoption to sonship through grace. Likewise, following the example of Mary, the Church remains the Virgin faithful to her spouse. The Church herself is a Virgin, who keeps whole and pure the fidelity she has pledged to her spouse. For the Church is the spouse of Christ, as is clear from the Pauline letters and from the title found in John, Bride of the Lamb. If the Church is spouse, keeps the fidelity she has pledged to Christ, this fidelity, even though in the Apostles' teaching it has become an image of marriage, also has value as a model of total self-giving to God in celibacy for the kingdom of heaven, in virginity consecrated to God. Precisely such virginity, after the example of the Virgin of Nazareth, is the source of a special spiritual fruitfulness. It is the source of motherhood in the Holy Spirit. But the Church also preserves the faith received from Christ following the example of Mary, who kept and pondered in her heart everything relating to her divine Son. The Church is committed to preserving the Word of God and investigating its riches with discernment and prudence in order to bear faithful witness to it before all mankind in every age. Consecration to Jesus through the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Most lovable and adorable Jesus, who suffered your passion to save us, I adore your ever-glorified heart, you who willed, though being God, to submit in all things to Mary, your Holy Mother. In spite of my littleness and my poor love, I desire to respond to the immense love of your Sacred Heart so as to unite myself ever more closely with you, I turn to this incomparable mother, whom you have given to me. I consecrate myself to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, so as better to belong to you. I greet you, O Mary, Immaculate Virgin, Queen of Heaven and Earth, sure refuge of the sinner I am. Holy Mary, beloved daughter of the Father, Mother of the Son, faithful spouse of the Holy Spirit. Secure in your hands, I renew my baptismal promises, and through you I give myself entirely to Jesus Christ, my King, 
my Saviour and my God. I choose you today with joy as my mother and my queen, and I entrust to you my life and my soul. I want to love you and to make you loved, to serve you and to receive from you every grace, so that you can make me worthy of Jesus. Incomparable Mother, to this end give me the grace to be amongst those whom you teach, lead and protect. To be worthy of these privileges, I promise to go to confession regularly, to receive Jesus in the Eucharist, to observe the commandments of God, to pray every day and to recite the Rosary, to be a source of unity through a great love for the Pope, the bishops and the priests, and through fidelity to the faith. Help me to flee from sin, protect me from selfishness, lies, impurities and all harm. Make me so perfect an imitator of Christ that I can, through your intercession and your example, come to resemble him in all things. And since I belong to you, O my mother, keep me and defend me, now and at the hour of my death. Amen. <laughs>